that before it was officially even recording. Oh my gosh, you were I'm just, just so excited. Because guess what, people? Guess what? We're here. We're <laughs> in real life together. We're, we're I am. In the same I am room. so close. I can touch her. Oh my oh, wait, watch, guys, watch. Oh I'm touching God. her right oh now. My God. I just touched Susie. I'm like breathing in her aerosols right mm-hmm. now. So great. <laughs> They're all good. Don't worry. Episode I've been under four sixty six. We are temporarily out of our bunkers. Yes. Well, I'm just in your bunker. <clears throat> I just That's moved from true. one bunker to another bunker. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to get a new nice. bunker. I can't wait to get right. Yeah. <laughs> I need to update Upgrade. my bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, my mom went to a um or I didn't I don't know if she went to. My mom was giving a presentation or doing some kind of speech at at, at uh like a psychic convention or some like online convention for, yeah. for psychics. A Zoom meetup for psychics oh, kind wow. of thing, I think. And um she met this woman who uh what is a, a she's a past life like reader i guess you can call her i don't even know but she's like mayan and she's does she's like the mayan like psychic woman and my mom (laughs) called me like like five times in a row the other day and i was like what the hell is this some emergency i'm like in a session with clients like decline decline decline. and finally i pick up the phone afterward after i'm done my day i'm like you know WTF. And she goes, oh my gosh, I have to talk to you right now. I just had the most amazing, like I have never, ever spoken to a woman who like saw like everything in my whole life. I mean, she was so accurate. I couldn't even believe it. And I asked her about you. I love when a psychic can't believe it. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) My mom was like, she was so accurate. I'm like, right. It's funny to hear that. My mom's like, and so in my head, I'm like, if my mom says like, she's legit, this lady's like legit. Yeah. So my mom was like, I, you know, she was like, I asked her about you because, you know, I've been like, just dealing with a lot of stuff and feeling like kind of in this like limbo place of what do I want to do and where do I want to live, all this stuff. And this psychic woman said to my mom that Sarah is, she goes, huh, she's usually so full of joy. Why? Like she, she is usually so joyful and she is not joyful. She cannot live in the environment she's living in. She is not built oh for the city. Oh, my God. This lady didn't know anything about me, didn't know where I'm living, didn't know anything about... She was like, mm-mm. She wow. needs nature. She needs to be... She should not be in that environment. Right. And, and you've been saying that since you moved in. You yes. didn't like this place. Yep. So I was like... There you go. Got to get, got to get to a new bunker. I got to go searching yes. Good. for a new outdoorsy, like, like in nature I don't even care like where it, like it could be like in the middle of freaking nowhere. Really? As long as it's just like You got to get the hell out. I got to get out. I have, I decided, I learned I'm not a city girl. Here's what I feel. I have been thinking so much about how the par- pandemic and quarantine made people see their lives Oh clearly. my gosh, so true. And I think of it now like our collective um, A Christmas Story experience, like the ghost of past, present, yes, and future. Yes, yes, Because like you could see things you couldn't see before. Susie. And you get perspective. 100%. Yeah. And I mean, this is also my hippity-dippity mom who says this, that you know when um, there's like all this talk about like, the end of times and like the, uh, the apocalypse and like the, the, my mom has always said, no, it's not like the end of like, like everything blows up. It's like the end of things as we know it, mm. like forced change. Like yeah. you need to either adapt and, or you won't make it. You mm-hmm. won't, you have to kind of change yeah and grow and i see a lot of people who are dragging their feet on that i I, myself was really oh for sure it took it took like because it's almost like like we had talked about before of like not accepting it yeah being like i'm not really ready to change so (laughs) i think i'm just gonna keep doing what i've been doing yeah and then you realize oh okay that doesn't really work for this and so you know like slow change over time and you just realize this is better and you just have to do it whatever that may be. Yeah. And you have to like work backwards, I think, you know, like maybe the goals that we had for ourselves two years ago 
are a little different than mm-hmm. the goals we maybe have for ourselves and our families now. Yeah. And so looking, okay, let me reassess. Let me like rewrite some goals that are really like make sense for, for the things that I, I value after things have kind of been stripped away Yeah, and then work backwards from that. Right. Everything just was put into perspective and whatever was vexing you before is just more. Totally. And whatever delighted you before, I think is more as well. Yes. (laughs) That is so true. I didn't even think about that, but that is so, so true. And there are the things that delighted me. Like I went to the beach and went actually in the water in Southern California. Yes. Susie's giving me this look like, whoa. I have not ever done right, that. Right. No, I had not and done I, that in 10 we years. Lived by the beach. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm not getting, that, in, I'm there. Not getting in that freezing water. Well, what came over you? Some joy, some fun, some just <laughs> some like, whimsy. you know, some whimsy, just a little dash of play. <gasps> did you have your suit on or I were did. you just like, okay. Oh no, I'm not crazy. <laughs> No, Ren and I went to the beach with the intention of going in the water. And then like, cause at first I was like, oh my gosh, I am not going in. It's freezing. But he knows me as like, he knows me from camp. He knows me as like, like somebody who's definitely going in the water. Who's up for anything. Who's up for anything. And, uh, and I was like, I'm not going in. And then (laughs) every, every time, like I was like, okay, maybe I will go in. Then like I would get up to my knees and I told him, I'm going going to go really slow. Like, don't do this. He's so good. I was like, don't ever do the splash I don't want Tom (laughs) (laughs) Fulery. Yeah. I don't like that. It's not funny. Yeah. That's one thing that's vexed. Yeah. Tom Fulery. Not good for So I kept going, you know, get up to my knees and then I would get up to like my mid thighs and I kept looking at him to being like, did you ever think I would go in this deep? And every single inch I went up, like, what about now? Did you ever think I would go in this deep? Right. And he kept being like, yeah, I thought you would go in all the way. <laughs> not impressed at all. It's not impressed at all. Was it and freaking then, freezing though? It was in the in the beginning, but then no, because there is some like warm swell coming in from, I don't know, wherever. I don't know, global warming or something yeah. like that. It is warm. Huh. In the oceans right now, like I'm, Ren and I are going this weekend, and I'm definitely going back in the water. It's warmer now than it is in June, July, August. Holy so, heck! Like, are you wearing a wetsuit or no? Just like, I'm in denial. I'm like, not okay in just with a, it. Like Rags bathing suit. Good for you. I know it was so much fun. Yeah. Did it feel free? Yes, it felt. Did it really? And like we were in, we were at Santa in like Santa Monica and I feel like Santa Monica is a beach where a lot of like, there are like tourists or people who maybe don't go to the beach all the time. Yeah. So when I'm like, we're like both good swimmers, like swimming around the ocean, oh we're God. like body surfing. I feel like, like, Ooh, look, I'm like a California local. Stop. <laughs> I know it's so stupid. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. It was like, I, I miss doing that. And like, you know, yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't gone in the water in an ocean in I can't even tell you how long it's been. Wow, really? Years? Like not in not in California, not in like the United States. Like in another country where it's like feels like a bathtub or Hawaii. Yeah, right. yeah I'm going in. Yes. But I am I am totally turned into like that lady who's you. like no, I'm not going in. But now I'm in. Okay, it's time to commit. Twenty twenty four is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hmm. Oh, wait, before you go on, yes. also, we have a shout-out. Oh, I love a shout-out. Okay, this is from a brainiac named Nikki. She says she's a career-driven 30-something woman, oh. which I like that she yes, you know, owns something. that. career-driven. <laughs> right. And um, she said that we helped her with her loneliness, Oh, which is really sweet. Um, and she feels like we're her BFFs and all that <sighs> jazz. However, I feel like we do need to convince her husband he finds us too silly. <laughs> <laughs> too. First of all, is there such thing? <laughs> yeah. Define too much. Yeah, define. I mean, come on. Yeah. Because who are you asking? Because if you're asking 
Lincoln. We're not silly enough. That's right. Everything's relative. It is. But, uh, you know, he's a ma- she calls him a man of integrity and wit. Oh. You would think he would love kind us. of wit. <laughs> I guess. More of a dry, a dry wit. <laughs> but uh, maybe he'll, you know. Maybe he's British. Oh, maybe. Who knows? All biz. Yeah. Well, Nikki, thank you for listening. Nikki, thank you. And, and we are so happy that we could be there to make mm-hmm. things a little bit less lonely. Yeah. Because all of you guys out there make us less lonely. Yeah. Let's Believe be lonely together. Not. And or then like we're not okay. lonely at all. Well, yeah. Right. Like we're, if we're all together. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're the same. It's okay. the mustard stain thing. We all have mustard stains on our shirt. Everybody's fine. You act like that's common, not like the mustard stain thing. It is. I've like, never heard of that in my life. Really? No. Oh, like everybody's walking around with a mustard stain and everybody's worried about their own mustard stain being um, like, oh my God, I like, oh, everybody's going to look at my mustard stain and I feel like, like they're not going to like me because of mine. And we're all worried about that. And so when we all get together, we don't see anybody else's mustard stain. It's and just so just specific that it would be mustard. I don't know why it is like Okay. That. Just, yeah. Okay. It's maybe a cup, especially since like... When you don't need a lot of mustard, coffee. Yeah, stain, like that how, makes how more often sense. is that happening? Right. W- wine. Mm-hmm. Now we got a problem. Yeah, well, yeah. And if you're if you're like spilling wine all over your shirt, maybe it's a different kind of meeting. <laughs> maybe you need. dial it back. <laughs> yeah. Different kind of oh, meeting. Oh gosh. Okay. What fun stuff? I have <clears throat> some. Ready for it? Yeah. Oh, man, and it's not even October anymore. Wow. I had to just throw these in because they were kind of like um, more like spooky for all times of the year. Yeah. Like facts about things. I like that. Like facts about bats. (laughs) Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I listened to this really interesting interview with this guy named Dan uh, Riskin, who, you know how we say like, you know, everybody's last name, they're like kind of linked. (laughs) Riskin kind of sounds like risky. Yes, it does. He got his PhD in vampire bats. That's amazing. And studying essentially parasites, which I feel like is kind of a risky thing to study. Yeah, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to a really cool interview with him where he was talking about, uh, you know, just like why bats are so interesting and what he did his research on. So this I just thought was really funny and just like one of the most hilarious visuals. So vampire bats are a really interesting bat because they are, most bats don't walk. They fly or they'll kind of like hop maybe, but they don't have the mechanics to walk. But vampire bats have developed, they've evolved to walk. And so what vampire bats do is they'll like fly down to the ground and then they like Sneak oh no! Up. Yes, that is terrifying. Yes. They sneak up on their prey and then <laughs> jump on it and like you know, that's bite hideous, it. right? So this guy wanted to know what the mechanics behind them walking were and what that and if the if the um like the the mechanics of it were similar to how other animals like developed like how to walk. So he became most famous for putting vampire bats on treadmills. <laughs> Oh my attached. god! Yes. How were they attached? Uh, I Some guess, sort like, of leash. Yeah, they they. Oh gosh, I don't even know because I haven't even seen the video. I just heard him describe it. Which That's was, a video we need to we see. We definitely need to watch that video. But the part that is the most terrifying that I was like, if bats creeping up on you and jumping on you and attacking you isn't already terrifying enough. Mm-hmm. These, this thing, this was never known until he did this study and researched this and threw bats on a treadmill. They run. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And so. No. (laughs) What did you picture? essentially training them to be faster, which I don't like. It's like Usain Bolt. I'm picturing them with like the workout headbands. (laughs) Right? You know, like really trying. Where do they put the where do they put the wristbands? <laughs> right. Do they put right. it like on, their on the tip of their bat, the tip oh. of the wings, or do they put it on? The, oh, right. I'm gonna need to see this video. Also, <laughs> there were hilarious pictures that were floating around the internet years ago. That were, uh, it said, if you look at a picture of bats hanging upside down and flip it. The other way, they look like they're breakdancing. Yes, I have seen that. It It is is crazy. Oh my God, I'm over here and Susie fed me a Diet Coke. Fed. I am so burpy. So yeah. if, if I do that on air. You're not used to all I am that like, I am not used to Let it. Let it out. You know, Woo! Howard Stern just, does. Oh, and he's the king of all media. He lets it out on the air? Yeah, all the time. Just like 
let her rip. He just burps. Burps. Yeah, but that's... It's on brand. It's not... Yeah. I mean, that kind of would be on brand for us. Wonder why he's so burpy, though, at like five in the morning. Oh. What in the hell? Oh, my oh. God. Ah. Well, that was terrifying. My, yes. <laughs> wait, what, we were talking about... D- only vampire bats sneaking up on you. <laughs> yeah, the treadmill. Sorry. Adam came in this room. Snuck up on you. Scared the all bejesus vampire bat. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like the timing. He really did. Oh my gosh. He he must have learned how to do that. Don't put him on a treadmill. (laughs) Oh, or do I don't know. Oh man. So yes, and and this guy Dan Riskin, he wrote when I was listening to his interview. I was just really enjoying it. He is this guy who does the um, voice, or I guess like narrates the show Monsters Inside Me that's on Discovery Channel. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Terrifying. I tried to watch once. Nope. What is the essence, though? Uh, Is it about people uh, who have what? Like parasites that live inside them. Oh, parasites. Remember when we thought you had a tapeworm? I'm still still not sure that you didn't have that. I am now sure that I did not. But at the time, I That makes me feel better. (laughs) It makes me feel better, too. I wish that I had not gone to the doctor and been like, I think I have a tapeworm. Because then they were like, she's... Yeah. You thought you got crazy lady labeled. For sure. Was oh. But I was like, there was something cooking in the toilet. I don't know what to tell you. She was like, <laughs> you just been eating a lot of spicy food. I, like, I don't know. There was something going on. Oh my gosh. I think it was just like a, a hair or something. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> That's terrifying. Well, Dan Riskin had real stories because he, you know, in his travels and studying parasites and everything, like it, he was talking about... Uh, uh, having ever been bit and yes he's been bit by a bat and he said you know that's what happens when you try to like get vampire bats to walk on treadmills they don't exactly always like it and oh just like people <laughs> oh my god just like me i feel like it's different for different reasons but true maybe not <laughs> right it might be the same just leave me here to drink my blood wine alone <laughs> blood wine. <laughs> That's and uh so he was talking about getting bit and things that he'd been bit by and he had been bit in the, he he was traveling to I can't remember where he was, but he said he got bit in the head by a mosquito, and a bot fly laid eggs in him. That's horrendous. Susie, I had to turn off. I couldn't listen. Really? To the, uh, well, because I was know like, the ending? I don't know. Well, I, I know what a bot fly. What happens? I mean, the, eventually it lays it it lays eggs, and then the eggs hatch. Oh. I honestly, that is about as spooky as no, you can get. Right. That is, oh my gosh. And that is like, I know people that, that personally that that has happened to. Where? In their body? Like, um, it wasn't a bot fly, but my friend's mom, they went on a trip to Belize and they were like doing some jungle trekking in Belize. And she went to, um, she got bit by a, like a, a, a bug or, or something or no, I think it was a tick. She had a tick that had bear, like burrowed into her. Yes. I'm the scared tick, of those. Me too. And you should be. The tick was pregnant. <laughs> oh, and when no. they went to go no. break, but it, no. all the babies came out Stop. and they, she had them all over her back and she had to stay in the hospital to get the ticks. Like all the, Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> I didn't even give you a trigger warning for this. I'm freaking out. I got the baby jimmies. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Mm. So yeah, so, this is one of this. I really, I think I want to uh, maybe make this one of our book club books. The he wrote this book called Mother Nature is Trying to Kill You. 
That's is, fun. Yes. I would love that. Right? And it's and like she is. She she's for a sure crazy is. bitch. And vengeful. Woo! Vengeful. <laughs> yeah, she, she has pissed. a real axe to grind. Right, she does. And you know what? We deserve it. But but then the animals out there that we like he was talking about um these snails that have these poisonous, I mean, really the only thing you can call them is like poisonous darts or like harpoons that like shoot out of them that are so deadly that they can kill, you know, whatever prey they're trying to kill. A How snail. Did... Oh. Yeah. The snail shoots the yes. harpoon? Yes. Like a little like spike that shoots out. Animals are natural. doing weird stuff. So I am like super into it. I started following, um, and this one may have been a little bit of a mistake but you know i ren was sharing with me some photos from this crazy instagram account called nature's metal yeah have you heard of this yes Yes. and i had to unfollow because i was like nature is too metal for sarah it's not soothing no i'm more of a jazz kind of gal (laughs) (laughs) we like symphonics over here i want the jazzy side of nature maybe like a little like you know a little playfulness but funny how you know, I, I love learning about the earth and the way animals, it seems so orderly, but it it is metal. Oh, it's so chaotic. Yeah. And when you see somebody like that, those, uh, those accounts, and I think, oh man, this was also in his interview. He talked about how um, uh, the person interviewing him was asking him about bats and the coronavirus and how like, you know, people say like, oh my gosh, is it bats fault and everything? And he's like, look, we can't blame bats like it's not if the bats were like on their own like yes it does look like it came from a uh, animal mm-hmm. and it's a like it's there's a high likelihood that it is a bat but if we left yeah, nature we alone all, yeah then this wouldn't be a problem Absolutely. We, this is a, a a an argument for why or like strong evidence for why we need animal sanctuaries and we need to like preserve that and keep that separate from us yeah and oh my gosh i, I mean feel like it i remember when paul mccartney was commenting on like the wet markets that supposedly oh, yeah, yeah. is how the bad coronavirus situation yeah. occurred and he is of course vegetarian mm-hmm. and he was making the case that like see this is why we shouldn't be even dealing mm-hmm. with animals in that way and i get yeah. it yes Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm only uh, some knowledge on how to properly cook vegetarian meals away from being a vegetarian. Yeah, I think it's easier than people make it sound. I think so too, mm-hmm. because like I've even just been like lazy and haven't gone and bought meat for a while and been like, let me just cook up the veggies and stuff that I got. Let me get creative with this. I'm like, oh, I'm very satisfied. And they're killing it with the substitutes and alternatives. For real. Yeah. We should just do that. Yeah, because yeah. Lincoln hey, doesn't even notice. Out there, can you just like send me some veggie recipes and like I they love will that. too. They, they will. Love I know. Vegetarians love to share things. And <laughs> they do. God bless them. What was that? What was that? That joke. Um, how do you know if somebody's a vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Yeah, they will. <laughs> so true. I don't blame them because yeah. you know they're kind of onto something. Yeah, I think I gotta get get down with that. Plus, I think I would end up being somebody who likes imitation meat even better than like the real thing. Yeah, because like real I can't good. tell the difference between like a, a a soy soy riso chili that I make. I didn't even know that I was making it with soy chorizo until I like get took a good here. look at the. I just thought it was the only chorizo that they had at Trader Joe's. <laughs> And then I like took a look at the packaging and like, yeah. Well, especially my stuff like that. Like, oh, I don't think I want the soy one. I was like, it's not soy. <laughs> and like, are, like yelling, like it's not. It's just it chorizo. Right. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> well, yeah, because we do taco night and we always use plant based alternative meat. Yeah. And you cannot tell. Right, you can't. Especially and, yeah. with all that freaking cumin and all that shit. Oh god, that's so good. I know. What am I doing? I need. I'm just hungry. Yeah. Um, oh, that reminded me of something that I was going to tell you about delicious seasoning. Oh, <laughs> about delicious. I can't. I can't seasoning. remember. But I had a run in at a restaurant. What is with you, Susie? And this time it wasn't just me that was there. So I was so grateful. So we went up to Cambria for Ren's birthday. Had a wonderful time with his friends, and it was a group of. They were like 
six of us. And it was so great because like when you have that group that's been quarantining, like basically everybody's in like pods. Yeah. It's like, you know, and then these two break off and go camping and then these four break off and go to this and then everybody goes up and does this. And so it's really nice because that's how you have to do it now. So we are going, we're in Cambria with this group and we go to one of the restaurants out there and... It's very obvious that the guy who is the host isn't usually the host, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, he might be the manager of the restaurant or somebody who... (sighs) Getting people seated was not his priority. Let's put it that way. He seemed more like the mayor. Okay. He's like that guy. Uh So you have to imagine the scene. We're in this, like, sleepy town in in, uh, central California, and... It's like a, it's like farm country. So this is like Lynn's family restaurant. So it's like. Is that the name of it? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's like, it's very like, like homey and like home tiny. And it's the best. They would maybe featured on Diners, Drivers, and Dives. Yes, for sure. And they're so good. Oh my gosh. Their pies are the best. They're so good. So it's already got this like kind of like family like vibe. This guy was dialing it up to like 21 and we were having none of it. So he he seats us for like, and he's like, oh yeah, we'll get to you, we'll get to you. He sit, he seats us, and you know we've got three three women and three guys, and the women are all on one side, guys on the other side. He sits down, and he goes, okay, guys, which one of these ladies is the most fun? <gasps> I was like, I hate him, hate him, Susie. My favorite is my friend Jackie. She is so good at having none of it and yeah, then like good. letting people know. And oh my gosh, it's my favorite because I live for it. And I'm like, yep, I'm with her. And she was like, actually none of us or like whatever. <laughs> she says exactly what you want somebody yeah. to say. And she just like looks, gives him like a straight look. And then the other girl there with us, Sarah, another Sarah, she gives him totally straight look. I also, and he goes, Ooh, tough crowd. I guess none of these ladies have a sense of humor. I and really hate him. Susie. Then he proceed. Then he like left a little bit. Then comes back and goes okay, and then narrows in on my friend Sarah in the middle, who's like looking the least like she wants to talk to any like this guy. Yeah, because none of us do. Right. And he goes all right. Knock knock. <gasps> yes, Susie. Yes. Yes. We were just talking about yes, pre-planned. Yes, yes, <laughs> pre-packaged yes. humor. <gasps> uh huh. And okay. And, well, when he said, "Oh, tough crowd," and then left, when he was gone, I was like, "Damn it! I have a million good lines I could have said to that." In fact, I was just talking on the podcast the other day about how pre-packaged humor is no good, and it's I would have okay. said, I should have said to him, uh. No, we actually are quite a funny bunch. We just appreciate something a little more than prepackaged humor. Or, yes. I, and I was like, damn it, I should have said that. And then I would have shut him right up. What was but then the I was joke like, anyway? No, I love- oh, oh, it was really, oh, oh, <laughs> Susie. It gets worse. Is it's it just- offensive? No, oh. no, no. It's not offensive. It's just bad. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Um, <laughs> let me think of what it was. Something where the answer was poo who no and then he said so he said knock knock who's there poo it was poo-hoo. it was like yeah something poo like something poo where she ended up saying the word poo and he was like are you calling me a piece of poo i don't even know oh, how the Lord joke that's mercy. how bad it was where we didn't even like it felt like a stretch like it was maybe like he said lincoln has better material it was totally incomplete and it was like i don't know where he thought like we this very tough to win over crowd yeah, this was going to was going to love right. bathroom humor exactly i mean he doesn't know that i have a podcast where i talk about shit stories all the time <laughs> right. stories which all reminds time. me christy our brainiac sent us something in the mail and it was the, included this really nice letter about the show and everything and Aww. she said basically that listeners of brain candy get a bs in bm <laughs> and i was like that is so great Put it on a shirt yeah right <laughs> we need a shirt that says you have bs oh, and bm but anyway gosh. Go ahead. oh that's maybe a sticker 
Yeah. Smaller. We don't advertise that so loud. Right, it's just our little secret. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so can you even believe it? This that was just an aside that I like just no, remembered, I- which is why out of nowhere I was like, oh, because it popped in my head that I had to tell you about this guy who thought we would like a knock, knock How does somebody like, I don't know what this guy looks like. I do know that he had to be a white man, but <laughs> was correct. he attractive at all? No. How well, did no. he get so confident? Not, uh, he could have been at one point in his life attractive. High school quarterback He could have been a high school quarterback. Mm-hmm. He could have been that. He could have been like, no, because if he were the high school quarterback, he would have like gotten a little bit of like, oh. Because it, it sounds like little dick energy, kind it, of. It is, it is little dick energy. It was little dick energy. Oh, and it was, yeah, it was almost like he was trying to be, like, cool with us, but he couldn't be cool. Maybe it's, too, that thing where people are claiming that being in quarantine has made us really socially awkward. It also seemed like he was really excited to see him. Like, we, yeah. we had run through every single one of these scenarios as like what's with this dude like what could it be does he really miss people is this like you know or just bad personality or just that but and then as he was leaving as we we were leaving he goes okay so so, they're they're always relentless relentless we couldn't leave and and like i'm gonna go ahead and say plus his heart Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Because he does mean well. And I do get And he's like... He, he doesn't would, have bad he intentions. He would be a great grandpa. <laughs> you know, he would get me a Christmas no, present every year that won't. I didn't want. Because he's not getting laid. Was he married? There's no way. I don't know. I didn't look at his finger, which is surprising. I should have. Because a woman would have nipped this in the bud. Oh, for sure. Like, knock or it off. if he is married, then he's like... This is like reins are off, and like he's like <laughs> right. maybe she's like normally she's the manager, and like what, and like he doesn't get to do this. It seems like, like she's the usual not around. Hostess. Yes, that is that is accurate. That's what it seemed like. And she's like, Fred, you got to stay in the back, honey. Yeah. You got yep. Trust just, me on Can this. you just handle the pot pies? Yes, you're so good at those. Just and then she was like, Mary's off, and he's like, Woo! Let's do this. Sarah knows, though, that that is one of my worst things when there's somebody that works at a restaurant who I don't really enjoy seeing, but I love the food. Yeah. Oh, this place is the best. Right. I'm not kidding when I say they have the best pies in the country. And I will absolutely. And now Ren is like like the the mayor of, like, you know, he's like proselytizing about Lynn's everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. It's worth it then. It, It really is. It totally is worth it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, okay. So as we're leaving, he goes. He he like you know calls right over. He's like, all right. So oh, God. you know, uh, uh, on on your next. And this actually was a pretty cool fact. But then we were like, mm, not accurate. Um, but he said, okay. So next time you're here, you're gonna you, you have to do what. Uh, go to where us people from Cambria really go when we're kicking back and we want to go party. We're like, what the fuck is oh, he gonna God. say to this? And he was like, you're gonna go. Uh, like down the trail, past the pier, then you're going to walk along the creek. You're going to see a patch of eucalyptus trees on your left. Then you're going to continue down. You're going to see a creek on your right. It was no joke like that. And I was like, anybody taking notes? Like, we're not, there's no way. This was like 20 things long. And it was like, when you see the hobbit with the bump on his nose, you're going to like ask him three questions. And like, what? Was he joking about no. that part? Well, that I just added for Oh, my flavor. God. I'm like, is he but being serious no. at this that, point? that would be in line with his humor. Yeah. So that wasn't fair of me to use that as a joke for, you know. Um, okay. So then he says, okay, so then you're going to go past the pier, blah, 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 all real stuff. Then, he, then you're going to go all the way down to the point and you're going to put your feet together and then you're going to stare down at your feet and you're going to know that you are at the most western point of the United States. Except? Except Hawaii. Hawaii and Alaska. And Alaska <laughs> right. <laughs> and so then, of course, my friend Jackie, who's like, yeah. You know, yeah, we we're like, yeah, mm, contiguous only. not. Oh, I mean, no. we waited till he left before we said that, but. He was really excited. He was though. so excited to tell us that. So that part was cool. And like the fact that he gave us, like, we were kind of like, and like. He sounds nice, he, just, you know, misguided. Yeah. And, and like, I wish. How about this? If that same energy, maybe it's our fault. Because if that same energy <laughs> were used on, if I had like an eight-year-old and a five-year-old with me, 
And even a 13-year-old rolling her eyes. Yeah, but you didn't. I know I didn't. I know. That's where he missed the mark. Right. Mm-hmm. He's okay. barking up the wrong tree. He is. He's got to learn what tree to bark up, I suppose. So that's on How him. How old was he? Mm, well, I would say le- early 60s. Oh, okay. Yeah, late, I was maybe late 50s. Like 30. Oh, no. He's older. This oh. is like he's delivering he's like the... Pap-pap. Yeah, yes. Okay. That's why I was like, you'd make a great grandpa, but you I know. got you now. I yeah. see it all clearly. Yeah. Okay. But the knock knock joke with the with the poo, like uh, something poo, anything that ends where you have to. I say love that. how that's really ironic given our history. I know, and given the last story I want to share with you. Do you have a poo story? Yes. <laughs> Lay it on me, okay. so to speak. But it is. Oh my god, this one's not so much a poo story as it is a. Well, I'll just tell you. A life story. Yes. So <laughs> there uh, was this guy who is a cyclist, and he wanted to raise money for um, uh, the crisis that's happening in Yemen. So he was like, the, you know, wanted to raise funds and um, dealing with like the shortages of like food, water, and, and health care there. Mm-hmm. And so he was thinking like, you know, how could I, you know, as a cyclist, like raise money and I need to come up with like a good, um, like a bike, like, what do they call those things? Like a, a bike, not a bike-a-thon. What the heck do they call that? Like a, a cycling, you know, from one point to the other. And what the hell <laughs> do you race? call that? Like, yeah, like a race, but when you're doing it for... Triathlon? Like like a race for the cure. Yeah, I guess it is a race. Like a race a across. Race. Yeah. yeah. It's a race. Okay. <laughs> yes. So that was from that movie. Uh, uh, what the heck was that movie called? Rat Race. There you go. That was really good if you haven't seen that. Um, okay. So he oh, wants God. to set up this race and he was like, I need a starting point and I need an ending point. That's true. That is true. <laughs> so he was like, how do I make this exciting? He wants to travel long distance. He's going 250 or 2,500 miles. Oh, gosh. He decided that he would chronicle his journey from Poo Poo Point to Pee Pee Creek. No. Yes. Which are both real places. Poo Poo Point. Yes. And what goes on there? So Poopoo Point is a summit on West Tiger Mountain in Washington. Why do you think they call it that? I know why they call it that. They got its name from the noise that the steam whistles make when they come around. And they would go, poo-poo. Okay. So they called it Poopoo Point. All right. That's and, cute. Yeah. I like that. And then uh, the the la- the ending point is Peepee Creek in Ohio. That was is that named- like an Indian name? Well, that's what I thought. But it was actually named after an American settler who had carved his initials P P into it. a tree, and they just called it. Pee-pee but how do Creek. they spell it? Um, they call it they P E E P E. They they made a mistake on they that. They did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, although it's really paying off dividends. Why? It's like Peepee Creek, a tourist attraction. So isn't that fun? It's funny that it's a. It's a like it's a water, it's a body of water. I didn't you know, even think about that. it's a poo poo point, poo poo point, which is gross. Mm-hmm. And then a pee-pee a nice creek. brown mountain. This is like bringing me back to the milk milk lemonade. It is. Which after we said that, I couldn't quit saying it. it Isn't it stuck. right? It's it's one of those earworms that's like that Miss Mary Max. I like you can't yeah. even say it. So yeah, poo poo point and pee pee creek where this bike rider traveled. That's cute. And I like it. Went. 2,500 miles. For, and he was raising and money was for raising charity. Because he was trying to think of something that would get attention and that would like be funny and... Very good idea. You know, spoke to us, you know, the 14-year-old and all of us. Yeah. And, you know. Good for him. Yeah. I thought that was like a cute it's idea. It's nice if you can use poo-poo and pee-pee for a good cause. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like we do. <laughs> like we do. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Do I have time for, for more? Do we... What do we... Yeah, man. What are we cooking with here? Yeah, we do. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Mm. We have so much time. Can Ooh, I say, yes, by the please. way, since we spoke about diners, drive-ins, and dives, I had to unfollow Guy Fieri, oh, guys. Why? <laughs> well, 
he's still great and I do love him. But I started to think maybe he was didn't align with my political views. Which, you know, that if you look sense. at him, it I would do... say that in the Venn diagram of people with frosted tips, <laughs> there are yeah, as that many are straight. liberals yeah, <laughs> as you might think. And, you know, I, I had heard that he performed a gay wedding. Right, right. And so I thought, well, you know, at least socially he's liberal mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, I am. Mm-hmm. But then he was promoting Fox News' Steve Ducci, his new book and he was like kind of like going on and on about it and i'm like oh guy i gotta say goodbye bye bye guy i still watch him mm-hmm. and still appreciate him and he mm-hmm. seems very nice but mm-hmm. i'm just not real big on that <laughs> i think so yeah, stick to diners unless he's just dives. really friends with people of all types and doesn't care what your politics are there you and go that's where we disagree right <laughs> i also disagree on donkey sauce so what part what well, do you disagree Base. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering though, because I thought maybe you would go for that, since it's aioli. Mm-hmm. Did I, I ever say the funny joke that uh, aioli is just mayonnaise that studied abroad? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's funny. You should have taught that to that guy. Yeah, that's a good restaurant. Or, topical. Ren, and why I even brought that up is Ren asked for garlic aioli on the side, and then we made we talked about that. That could then, have been a great yeah, joke for see, his repertoire. Regrets. Regrets. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. About no, that. no. That I'm glad that you brought that up about Guy Fieri. And um because oh, this that so Supermarket Sweep is back. It is, Leslie Jones. Yes. Are you psyched? I'm super into Supermarket Sweep. I I think that I would be really good on that show. You would be. Oh, one hundred percent. What do you think your strength is? Knowing what the expensive items are. The hams. Hair care. No, not oh. the hams. It's hair. It's the hair dye. dye. It's right. hair dye. Always hair dye. I think you wanted to yes, tell me we this. Talked to, yes, yeah. Yes. I forgot because I was just picturing what people always did. Because the ham is the just. Ham. They think it because it's big and bulky, but it just it's caught actually, on. Uh huh. People. Yeah. This is what we had. Like we had. We had come up with this. We had broken this. I down wonder or, if people are getting the hair dye on this new season. I wonder if they have it as an option. Right. Yeah, we have to see. Because they don't have that on Guy's Grocery Games. Oh, my God. They don't. don't. I love game shows. Maybe that could be my new thing. Like, I don't go on reality TV, like, the challenge or anything anymore. But I audition for every, every, like, thing like that. Yeah, because I was watching Chop the other day, and they were competing for 50 grand. And I was thinking... I cannot believe what I have done for 50 grand. Weeks and weeks and weeks right. of torture. Well, Susie, yes. I have been very inspired by the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. I will say that I made my first birthday cake like from scratch and everything. That's great. It was two layers and I am, I think it looks- You're on your way. If they did a celebrity baking show, I think that I would be in the rent. I could do it. And I think I could do it without a recipe. No. For sure. How could you do it without a recipe? Science, man. Once you understand, I did, a, I did a shit ton of research for making the, Ren's birthday cake to make it like the best. And I got crazy watching the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Like I'm talk, I'm telling you, I take like, and like, like the, the, the tricks, like I took the cake pans and I, then I took t- dish towels and I cut them into strips that were the same size as the cake pan and you get them wet before and you wrap the cake pan in the dish towel and then you safety pin it closed and you bake it in that and it keeps the cakes from getting too hot on the outside and creating a dome so it creates a flat cake that you can just uh ice on top so it doesn't crumb up when you ice it stop i will not i can't believe this i suze i want to like show you the picture i wish i had a picture i did not take like one. Sarah. Ren took one. I'm gonna text Ren and see if he has the photo because I have to show it off to you because oh I am. God. I was like impressed with my own. Um, I was like, Susie would like tell me I should go on one of these sh- shows. Yeah. <gasps> my phone just died. <gasps> oh my god! It's I swear, a really there, emotional roller coaster. There's something wrong with it. Ever since that, my battery. I, it was at full battery this morning. I just had this conversation. I was quoting you about how iPhone people sabotage us when they have a I new think product. They do. I really think they do. And now I can't see Sarah's cake. And now I can't even show you. You know, it's better. You'd really want it if I did. But Thanks, I, Tim I, Apple. So I, I said I'm going to like, I'm going to try to like perfect my baking and, wow. you know. Wow. I am not a baker at all. I'm not a cook at all. 
So hmm. I think that's the trade-off, like one or the other. It's funny, though, because if you were to predict, I would have thought it was the opposite. With you and me? Yes. For sure. Because cooking is like whatevs. You just throw stuff in. I you can't don't have do to that. measure it. I need I This need does not line up with our personalities. I, I think cooking is the, is the opposite, is the, the, the thing where it's like... Because baking, you have to be precise because it's chemistry. And everybody I know who's super precise in the rest of their lives... Hates baking and doesn't want to do it. Like, and it's like four people. But I want someone to give me the science on why that is. We need to. I'll write that down. Yeah. Why (laughs) are some people good? And bakers are kind of like frantic and all over the all over the place. But that's That's where they have order. Yes. And it's like measured and precise. Like I used a scale. I I mean I went all out with it. Yeah, because in England they weigh the. The items, That's, which is more precise. It's how you should do it. Yeah, why don't we do that we here? We definitely should do it. And once you try baking with or like measuring with a, mm, like a kitchen scale, scale like that, yeah. you can't go back. It's so easy. You just put the stuff in the bowl, you measure out what you need, then it like, you know, calculate, like you see the numbers go up, and then you press clear. Yeah. And then you add more. Yeah. And you don't have to use a bunch of different measuring cups. You're right. It's like, I don't have to wash anything. Wow. Why are we not doing this? So- <laughs> Sarah's cracking the case. Right. That wasn't even something I was going to talk to you about. Oh, but, you know, okay. That was just like an aside. And, well, I'm impressed. You know. I can't wait to see this cake. Yeah. So I've been very Did inspired, it taste great? Yeah. Or I just look so. great? I, it, I, I think what both. What flavor are we talking Vanilla. About? Nice. Yeah. And here's a little insider tip. There's this amazing stuff out. Don't, don't waste your time with vanilla extract. No. There's what? this amazing stuff out there <laughs> called vanilla paste. Come on. That is... Basically, like they've scraped out the inside of the vanilla bean for you. Yeah. And it's magical. And it has like the vanilla specks in it. So you can, you know, because that's... How do you know how much to put in though? One tablespoon is the equivalent of one tablespoon of vanilla extract. Get out of here. It's equal ratio. Wow. Yeah. And I like to bump it up a little more. Wow. Yeah. Big on flavor. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. But I've been watching, you know, Great British Bake Off, so not too much flavor. No. I I, I converted Ren. To what? Being a lover of the show. Was he not? Well, he hadn't watched it before. He was yeah. like me. And now every time we sit down, he's like, you want to watch the baking See? show? See? It's biscuit week. I know. <laughs> so I can't great. wait till he, he's sending me the same text messages. What if you met someone that hated the show? Where? Who are these people? Right. But what if? Because somebody must hate it. I don't know. That could be like a good sociopath test. Yes. If they like hated the show, loved black coffee, and only wanted to listen to No Diggity <laughs> by Black Street, they're definitely That's a, a serial song. killer. Oh, but it is Remember, that was the one. Right. That <laughs> and Eminem Lose Yourself, which seems a little more like we're going to say No Diggity is just everybody loves it. Yeah, right. And it's it's really, universal. That's universal. <laughs> right. But then it's Lose Yourself that is the one. Oh a my God. Test. Speaking of crazy songs. I yeah. keep saying this is the last thing, but then there's like a million <laughs> things that I want to tell you about. It's only because I'm like seeing you in real life. And now I'm like telling such you a joy. everything that I... So there's this crazy band out there that like I've never really listened to their music, but I could imagine it sounds like metal mm-hmm. called Cannibal Corpse. Okay. Did you hear this story? No. Okay. So um, I think it's the bass player from Cannibal Corpse. He... There was some... Some reason that I don't know if he had like a, a case pending or some like you got in trouble, like some legal trouble where they had to search his house and they found three human skulls in his home that he had bought on I'd the black question market. Mark. <gasps> but then people were saying, like, um, anybody surprised by this because the name of the band is Cannibal Corpse and their songs are called. Like I have guns in my house for murder or something crazy like that. Some of the songs well, were like made theory? up. What's your theory? Do you think he actually hurt people or just bought no? Them? I think it might be just like a fascination with that. I think there's definitely other mental illness. Like he's definitely mentally ill. Wow. And that's the, sick. the other members of the band are saying like we're getting him the help he needs and like he's definitely not well. I think there was some like conspiracy theory thing that he like went nuts about. Gosh. But I just saw the. It was like. I saw something on Twitter that was like, "Yeah, if you're going like, to be collecting skull, skulls, human skulls found at Cannibal Corpse, like band members' house, and no one's surprised." Right. It's like, oh, there are headless bats at at what's his name's house? Uh, who's the guy who bit the head off bats? Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne. 
Yeah. If you were going to do that stuff, you should have a band called like Puppies and Rainbows. Right. And then no one would suspect and it. And be like, nope. Oh, kind of like when they thought the, um, oh, people thought Marilyn Manson was the guy from the Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird moment. That's a weird moment. Because that I was when the, the internet existed, up. but it wasn't like it is now. Right. And so there was the spread of all Because I'm like, that sounds like the, the internet. I just feel like it's easier to debunk as well as bunk now? now. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's true. Like you could look on Snopes and that would be there. Yes. Yeah, but back would. in the day, it was just sort of like, hey, maybe it looks like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. No. <sighs> Well, we've had a good run today. I know. Let's wind it down. Let's. We talked about bats. <laughs> that was Treadmills. Fun. Bats on treadmills. We still have to watch that video. That's going to be adorable. We talked about Sarah taking a dip in the ocean. Oh my gosh. So nice. You, I highly recommend. Mm-mm. Talked about, you know, like... Uh, Sarah's run-in. Oh my gosh. With Bad jokes. Pap-pap. With Pat-Pap. <laughs> talked about how Susie unfold Guy Fieri and, uh, you know, that's it's okay. It's tough times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We agree to disagree. Yeah. That's all. And just because you don't follow him does not mean you don't uh, still enjoy his diners, drive-ins. And and dives. dives. And if you're feeling frisky, you could take a dive right into the pee-pee creek. (laughs) If you feel up for it. Oh, gosh. Maybe watch some supermarket sweep. Uh Uh-huh. And don't collect human skulls. Yeah, that's like safe, you know. Yeah, just good good tip for everyone Mm -hmm. well it's been fun guys oh and all you vegetarians out there send me your recipes oh they will (laughs) we'll see you next time Bye. bye did you know that everyone has an aura do you know what color your aura is maybe you have a fiery red personality or a quiet and calm blue or green you could be an organized and methodical yellow or an explosive purple Come join me, Mystic Michaela, on my podcast, Know Your Aura, to find out all about how your personality can be explained in colors. 